BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Happy Tuesday from the one guy who got the pick right on the DJ parlay yesterday. Oh. Not a good parlay for us, guys. Not a good not a good one. But but but, but the Braves hit, apparently. So <laughs> there's that. Uh how'd you do overall yesterday, Panther? I, it seemed like you had a pretty rough day. Yeah, yesterday was a rough day. I think what I should go do is just maybe bet the Yankees, and that's it. It's the only game I want. Just bet the Yankees, maybe even run line them. I think you could run line the Yankees every single game, and you are way ahead. What is their run differential, like four or something like this? (laughs) I don't know. It was a close game yesterday. It was only two yesterday. It was a nail-biter. What is it? Um, Fuck. Max, do you know off the top of your head what the Mankey's run differential is? Oh, God. I think it's like uh, plus 185 or something like that. It's It's got to be yeah, something ridiculous. Stupid. Per yeah. game, it's um, 2.2. Yeah, I, oh. I, I can pull this up while we're talking. But just so you know, yesterday, this is what happened in that Yankees game. Garrett Cole had a no-hitter going into like the seventh inning. And then, you know, he started giving up some hits. So they uh, eighth inning, I think. And then so they took him out. And then the Rays tied it up. And then the Yankees scored uh Two two runs in in the uh, the ninth to to close that out for the win. So uh, they did. Uh, it is plus one forty five. Plus one forty five is, is the Yankees uh, run differential. The best team after that, of course, Dodgers plus one fourteen. Uh, the nine Mets plus seventy two, and then wow. it kind of drops off. Padres plus sixty five. Houston plus fifty three, and then 
Oh, Braves. Braves are up there too, plus 47. Cardinals, Cardinals, plus 59. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, <laughs> I think they're going to win the Central. Brewers only plus 18 on the year. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to see that catch up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, there is no comparison between what the Yankees are doing out there on the field, between their pitching, uh, lowest runs against in the league, only mm-hmm. 199 uh, runs against, and um, uh, second highest uh, run scored behind the New York Mets unbelievable yeah i mean it's yeah it's unbelievable that a the the mets have the the biggest offense in new york and biggest offense in the league and i think i was saying that in the pre-show is i was surprised i I looked at the rbi leaders and you see uh, pete alonzo number one and then francisco lindor like number three or number four like so two top five rbi guys and uh, buck showalter's got that offense just doing something that is hasn't done in i don't know 40 fucking years, 30 years. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous what the Mets are able to do, especially at home in City Field. But don't worry. The Yankees will catch up. Uh, <laughs> have you seen this lineup? Have you seen the guys that they have out there? Tr- trust me, the Yankees by the end of the season will have the runs scored and probably the runs against. Their pitching is absolutely elite. I joked yesterday that Garrett Cole is uh, fourth best pitcher on that team. And Jesus, it's fucking scary. Uh, their bullpen sensational as well. Uh, I... Yeah, they, they've been in a drought for a while of not winning a, a World Series. Uh, the, all indicators point to that drought might end this year. So, uh, yeah, uh, just bet the Yankees. I agree. Just every single fucking day. I don't care. Just, just bet the Yankees. That might be my strategy. You know, I, I could probably speak for the entire United States outside of the New York, New Jersey area, where we would say we would never want to see a Subway Series for a World Series Except maybe this year. You give me a healthy DeGrom, a healthy Scherzer, and put them out there with the Mets to go against the Yankees, I would normally hate it, but I think this year, I'd love to watch that series. I want to watch these guys go at it. That's, just, that's a fair point. Uh, the Mets are doing this without arguably the two best pitchers, but if, if you look at uh, win win leaders in as pitchers, uh, we're, uh, we're definitely going to talk about one of those guys today lead, leading the league in wins. Uh, Carrasco for the Mets, eight wins. He's up there. He's tied for for the league leading in in wins. Uh, so they're they're secondary. Their third guys, uh, uh, Taiwan Walker stepping up. Uh, Bassett is serviceable and and, and doing his job. Uh, Peterson, right? He he he, he nabbed the win uh, yesterday for the Mets. Uh, sorry, Arch. Um, so I mean, I, I I agree. I think that would be a hell of a, um, a subway series, a hell of a World Series. But let's again, let's let's temper expectations here. The Braves are five and a half games back on the Mets, and and the Phillies. It feels like they haven't lost since Girardi was fucking fired. Uh, still only four games above five hundred, but that team was absolute dog shit. And uh, we keep saying it. The Marlins, the team that continues to fucking play under their expectations. The the East. The NL East is, is is rough, and then in the AL East, man, Yankees twelve games up on Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yankees first wow. team to fifty wins, uh, twelve games up on Toronto, and Toronto's not that bad themselves. No. Uh, in, in 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 you know they they'd be leading the Central right now. They would be second place in the West. Uh, they'd be you know third place in the NL East. Uh, they'd be tied for the lead in the Central in. Uh, they'd be like third place in the West. So yeah, Toronto, pretty fucking good team. Still 12 games back of, of the Yankees. Uh, impressive, impressive stuff, New York. Uh, uh, crazy. So uh, that is not what I wanted to talk about in the opening though, but it was good opening. Uh, Panther, great, great, great kind of uh, some banter. Great banter, Panther. I, I did want to talk about an odd story I saw over at Bro Bible, one of my favorite places to uh, see sports 
stories. Uh, NFL reacting to Chase, uh, Chase Claypool of the Pittsburgh Steelers, calling himself a top three wide receiver in the NFL. My favorite response to this was a tweet back to him saying, uh, top three on the Steelers, right? <laughs> Uh, in the pre-show, we kind of did a rundown of maybe, I don't know, what, six, seven wide receivers ahead of Chase Claypool. Uh, Panther, can you, who who's your top three? If you had to just pick a top three right now, who's your top three? You know, we were going through the names, and we were we were talking about all these names. And you know what? Chase is one. Chase is a top three receiver. It's just not this Chase. It's Jamar Chase. The Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, wow, good one, good one. I for, yeah, we didn't even mention him. No, we never wow. mentioned him. So is, is, he, I, is he? He's your top. He's in your top three then, Jamar Chase. I, I yeah, I don't know. This guy is an absolute stud, a difference maker. I don't know how you can argue against Devontae Adams. Now it'll be interesting to see how he performs in Las Vegas with Derek Carr as his quarterback. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs. Uh, God, we I mean we ran through so many there. Chase Claypool, we would have to get down into the number two wide receiver, maybe the number three wide receiver for some teams before we ever got to him. He's not in the conversation. I mean, shit, I play fantasy football. We talk fantasy football every year. Chase Claypool is a fifth-round draft pick, maybe. Mm. Like, I, I just – Maybe get a different quarterback. Maybe this year with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> you know, ben Roethlisberger has been severely challenged. I'm going to knock Ben. He's had a Hall of Fame career, but the last couple years, his arm has really lacked the ability to get the ball downfield. Maybe this year Chase can step it up. But Arch, you pulled up his stats. They're not top three wide receiver stats. Uh, he's not top 25. We were looking at we that. <laughs> I mean, everybody, you take so many people. I mean, Cup, Samuel, uh, Justin Jefferson. Who wouldn't you take? CeeDee Lamb? I mean, Diggs? He's not even close to these guys. Is he? Yeah, but put put him on Minnesota, and you're right, Panther. He's he's the third. He's behind Thielen, right? You'd put Jefferson and Thielen above this guy. I, I, yeah, I think we can continue to run down the list before we even got to Chase Claypool. But yeah, Jamar Chase, hell of a, I can't believe we completely forgot about him. Yeah, Nate, can't forget about him. Uh, hey, fucking Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Chase Claypool, a top three wide receiver in the NFL. It just made me, it made me chuckle, but it also made me miss the NFL. This is, this is the main reason I wanted to talk about it is because I just missed the NFL, and it seems like it's right around the corner. Today is the first day of summer, of course, here in the Northern Hemisphere. I don't know how many Southern Hemisphere listeners we have. I guess I can look at the, the chart to see, uh, hey, hey, South America, uh, you're listening. And uh, when the first day of summer hits, you just like, okay, almost football time. <laughs> it's almost here. So I saw the story, wanted to talk some football, and, and, and whoever's listening, if you have any opinions on who the top three wide receivers are, and you say Chase Claypool, you're evidently a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you can go fuck yourself. There you go. No. What else do you want to talk about? Yeah. Moving on. We got one more story, just real quick. Kyrie Irving. New, Jer- New Jersey Nets. Whew. I just, I just did a time warp. Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving at an impasse over Yahoo Sports. Apparently, the Lakers and the Knicks are interested. Panther, where does Kyrie end up and where should he end up? 
Uh, Kyrie is a little bit like LeBron James. He is a talent. He is an on-floor general. He is a, we, we kind of mock the name, but he is a generational talent. He's got incredible skills. But he seems to be a little bit of a locker room cancer, a little, a little toxic. But dare I say, I don't know that it matters where he goes. As long as he's with LeBron, I think that's his best match. I think that's the best pairing for Kyrie is to get him back with LeBron James. If the Lakers were to ship out Westbrook and maybe bring Kyrie, maybe that changes the dynamics a little bit. But my general take is, much like LeBron, there's a lot of teams that won't touch Kyrie just because of the negativity he brings to the table. Um, right now, I think as it sits, the Lakers moving Westbrook and bringing Kyrie in makes the most sense for LeBron and Kyrie. Hard to argue. I think you're right. I think that's got to be the best place. He's not going to fit in in uh, with the Clippers. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. The Knicks, uh, just stay away. So it's got to be the Lakers. It's got to be. And the Lakers just, apparently they'll sign anyone. It doesn't matter if they fit into the team or not. I think and the, Nets will, the Nets will pay money. They'll take Westbrook's contract. Well, I, I don't think you're going to uh, pair up Westbrook and Durant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there, there, there is that. <laughs> yeah, th- th- that certainly ain't going to happen. So it might, it might have to be an, an, an additional team like the, like the Knicks. Maybe the Knicks take on Westbrook. Um, as I listen, I, I do think that Kyrie could fit in with the Knicks. I think he'd be a good addition. I think he probably healthy and, and, and focused could push the Knicks into the playoffs. I think so. They've got enough talent on there and, and maybe working with Tibbs would be good for him, but I don't think that would work. I think he does need to be in a spot where he's felt special because I think the biggest issue right now for Kyrie is not money. It's him wanting to feel like he's managing or co-managing the Nets like he he signed on with Brooklyn with Kai uh, with, with, with Kevin Durant and their focus was to build a championship and and be like these mini GMs that were pulling the strings like a LeBron and, and that, you got to remember that is his first NBA kind of idol right it was LeBron James coming in and being mentored by LeBron and seeing how LeBron pulled the strings over there in Cleveland is pulling the strings in in, in Los Angeles for the detriment of his teams, but they win titles. Uh, you you got to think about this is uh, LeBron finds these short windows to win a title. And I can't argue with his methods. I mean, they, they puts teams in, in horrible disarray for years after that. But for those short windows of time, he wins championships, right? So I think that's the key to LeBron's success. And, and Kyrie should probably trying to emulate that or maybe one up that by building this dynasty. And it's just not working in Brooklyn for a, lo- a lot of reasons. And to give Kyrie more responsibility or more say in matters, I think would be a big mistake. So you put him in Los Angeles, partner with LeBron, make him feel special. Uh, buddy, buddy comedy part two, right? It's, it's a sequel. It's, it's rush hour two over there in fucking Los Angeles. Everyone's happy and Westbrook's out of there. And I think that's the biggest key is I, I know ham had to kind of pitch how he was going to use Westbrook in Los Angeles to get the job. But I think he and the Los Angeles Lakers would be very happy if they could get rid of Westbrook <laughs> somehow. And I think a salary swap or, or multiple salary swaps to get, because I think Westbrook, this is his final year. He lopped into his final year of the contract. So I think a team would take him on 
with the expiring contract, right? Knowing that they could free up some big money in the in the in the off season, so maybe the Knicks would take take him on, or a team would take him. You know, John John Wall could be in play. The the, the Rockets possibly could get fucking Westbrook back. You know, so I think there's a lot of teams out there that could be part of this to get Kyrie Irving to the Lakers, and I think that would probably be his best fit. I have nothing to add, really. It, it, but it does the, the shakeup. You, you mentioned it. It puts a lot of other guys in play. John Wall, uh, Bradley Beal, Westbrook, uh, maybe well, Lillard has been shipped out. McCollum. There's there's guys that that once the first domino falls. I mean, this is a, this is, in my opinion, this is a point guard centric lead. You need a ball handler. You need a floor general. Um, and all the guys we're talking about are point guards. I think we see a lot of movement this year, and it'll be interesting. I think Beal knows where he's going. Maybe he'll be the first domino to fall. But I think uh, Kyrie leaving uh, Brooklyn would be the one that really starts to shake things up. Yeah, that'll be the that'll break the logjam. He's got eight days now to decide if he's taking the player option. Looks like. If not, he's a free agent. So we'll It'll see. Be a fun eight days. Yeah, it It'll is. And uh, Kyrie's tweeting out uh, gifts from of brother Muzone from the Wire, who's uh, the like the greatest hitman. Uh, he calls he's, he calls into uh, settle problems, and he's from New York. The, the best hitman from New York called in to fix things. There you go. There you go. Whatever the fuck that means, Kyrie. Yeah, there you go. But that's <laughs> what he did. That's what he did. He Let's does. He does things. Let us talk about D-Gen gear. We talked about one of those LeBron James champions, and you can argue that that was a bubble championship. In fact, you could say that you could wear a bubble championship shirt over at the D-Gen shop. That is over AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the little D-Gen shop icon. You can wear that bubble shirt, uh, bubble team shirt. You can wear the Los Angeles Dodgers bubble team shirt. And just spoiler alert for after this commercial break, we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers. So... In the meantime, while you're listening to these commercials, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Dodger talk. I told you right after the break, we're going to talk to Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I mentioned it. Listen, uh, Carlos Carrasco uh, has eight wins on the season. Tony Gonsolin also has eight wins. The only difference is he's got zero losses. That is right. Tony Gonsolin, eight and oh to start the year. He's given up just one earned run over his last three starts. Yes, that is six plus innings in each start. So 18.1 innings, one earned run. Not too fucking shabby. Uh, the the Dodgers have only lost three of his twelve starts all season, so he's got uh, you know eight wins, one no decision, and three losses. Can the Reds make it four today? No, no, they can't. Now the Reds aren't that dumpster fire they once were, but they're still a pretty bad team. Let's let's make mo- no bones about that. They've lost four in a row after being swept by the Brewers this past weekend. Panther, your boy, Tyre Mail. Gonna be on the mound today. Last time I took an absolute dump on him, he went for nine innings, three hit shutout. However, do it again. Do it again. However, however, he's been really good over his last four starts. They are just one and three in those games. So yeah, maybe he can keep since he close in this one. But ultimately, I think the Dodgers grabbed the win. It is getting a little bit chalky for me, but I'll do it. Ten dollar bet on LA. Uh, this is going to be a really good pitching matchup. I, I like both these pitchers, but the Dodgers have the better hitting. The The Reds' bullpen has been kind of well below subpar. As Max mentioned, it's cost mail, some of those wins. Um, you know, I don't know if you can expect him to just keep going out there and chalk it up nine innings every time he takes the bump. Uh, so I, I like the Dodgers here. I think the Reds keep it close, at least until Mail has to exit the game. But ultimately, the Dodgers have the better bullpen. They have the better hitting lineup. It was just too chalky. Uh, so I like the value on the Reds, but I think the Dodgers win. So I'll lean L.A. Max, is that line shift giving you any pause? I, I just I just okay. saw it. I went through my whole fucking spiel. I looked up at the screen expecting to see minus 200, and I see minus 165. I, I, I checked the money in the public. The Sharps, the Sharps are in Cincinnati. So I, I don't know if they're seeing uh, absolute value in mail on the mound, or maybe they're just trying to cash a lottery ticket here or something like that. But it, it, the line movement is indicative of sharp money hitting the yeah. Reds. So uh, there is that. Um, but yeah, that, yes, it freaks me out now. Thank you. Thank okay. you for pointing that out. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I'm leaning the Dodgers here in this one. I mean, but they've been, they've been in a little bit of a slump. There's no arguing they're nine 11, which is, you know, what just <laughs> puts them at reds level in the last, uh, last 20 games. So I'll lean the Dodgers here, but I'm not going to bet it. All right. Last one up for me. Let us talk Seattle and Oakland. Seattle has lost four of their last five games. They actually made the angels look pretty good for a while. The Royals then reminded us who the Angels actually are. Uh, Oakland 
of course, beat that uh, the, the Royals in their last game to avoid that sweep. But still, they sit as the worst team in the league record-wise. Yes. Let's repeat that. As bad as the Washington Nationals are, mm. the Oakland A's are the worst team in the league record-wise. They are also the third worst in run differential. The A's are just 8-25 and 25 at home this season. Their batting average at home. Guys, what is Oakland's batting average at home this year, you might ask? A whopping... 198. Oh, my God. James Caprillian is 0-4. He's got a 6.31 ERA and a 1.50 whip. He actually makes Marco Gonzalez on the other side look like a goddamn ace out there. That said, the Mariners have struggled with the ace this year. I'm surprised. I've looked at the the head-to-head matchups, and the Mariners, somehow the A's have the Mariners' number. I like the plus line here with Oakland. Uh, it's, it's right on the cusp of my implied probability. So it's a shitty game. No one should really bet on this. But someone's got to win it. $10 bet on Oakland. Somebody's got to win it. And one of us is going to win it because I'm on the other side. Uh, I, I Really, it's not an endorsement of Seattle at all. Everything you said is true about both teams. There's really not a lot to add other than Oakland is so bad. I'm going to bet a against the athletics so give me 10 bucks on the seattle supersonics mm, i'm leaning seattle in this one i i don't want a piece of it at all uh minus 135 that's getting worse for you at least minus 145 so yeah uh just a lean for me on seattle we'll see what happens when i run book club numbers <laughs> all right those are my two games panther what else you got i got three more games let's take a look at colorado going to south beach take on the fish we got a couple of no-name pitchers here. We love all the pitchers for the fish, and I don't even know who this guy is. Castanos is going to take the, the, the bump here. Um, he's had a couple good outings. Feltner, I don't know nothing about this guy, but it's Colorado. They suck. They suck on the road. They suck at home. They suck everywhere. I'm going dick first into this trap because there's just this should be worse, right? Miami should be worse than minus 130. Feels terrible. I don't avoid these very often, so fuck it. Ten bucks on the fish. I think the sports books are starting to agree with you. They're starting to take this and making it a lot worse for Miami. And I think the one reason it's not that bad is because of the the pitcher that they're putting out there. I like Miami a lot here. I just I, I've just been burned by them, and I should be betting it. Everything says I should be, but I just I, you know, just I, I need I need to cool off. Uh, you you can have your fish fetish right now, Panther. I'm I'm good. Uh, lean on the Marlins. Yeah, I'm jumping on the Marlins with you. They, they just are such an underperforming team. You, I expect them to snap out of it at any moment and play some baseball. We'll see if today's the day. Rocky Sir can make you right. 12 bucks on the fish. All right, let's move on to the next game. San Francisco going to take on the reigning, defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. Anthony Descalfini will take the bump for the 49ers and Strider. New guy to the rotation. He's been in there for a few outings, and he has done spectacularly, sporting a 2.45 ERA against, what, one of the hottest teams. Got a, Yankees are fucking hot all season. But the Braves are red hot for about the last three weeks. Kind of hard to bet against them. Maybe a little chalky at minus 160, but I still like the Tomahawk chop here. Give me 10 bucks on the Braves. Moral support here. I'm going to lean the Braves with you. I hit on them yesterday. That was my my sole win of the day. Well, I only bet two games, so yeah, <laughs> win one, lose one. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm off this series for now. I do think that the Braves should win this one. It's getting way too chalky for me. A lean on Atlanta. I'm going to have to jump on the Giants. If you're giving me plus 155, uh, the Giants aren't that bad. The Braves are red hot. 
but I think there's some value here on the Giants plus 155. I'll put my 12 bucks there on San Francisco. All right, one last game for me. We're gonna we're gonna tempt fate with another shot at the three and out. Toronto kicked my ass yesterday. It's the White Sox for fuck's sake. There's no way they're better than Toronto. Now, yesterday it was Berrios, so we kind of saw that one coming, maybe. Today it's Kevin Gossman, and I like, I mean, listen, this is a good matchup. Gossman against Dylan Cease, this is a really good uh, pitching matchup. But Toronto's bats have to come alive and get me this win, so we're not going to run line it. We're going to double the bat, 20 bucks oh. on the Blue Jays. You know if there's a pitching change or something like that? Something this happened. Line, this, this line shift is is odd. Uh, it's, it's dropping like hell. Uh, Toronto minus 130 right now. Uh, That's what I had it at. It, it opened at 145. Uh, and let, let me see what I had it about an hour or so ago. Yeah, yeah I had about, about, about 140 about an hour ago. So it does look like it's shifting. So uh, listen, I think Toronto should win this one. So may, maybe... Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, the money is hammering them, so maybe, maybe something's up that I'm I'm not seeing here. But yeah, moral support. Lean on the Blue Jays. Yeah, I'll lean the Blue Jays with you. Something really smells, really smells. So uh, good luck. I appreciate the luck and moral support. That is all the Panther has today. That's it. All right. Minnesota and Cleveland are playing, and I'm I, I I'm struggling to understand this line a little bit. Plus 155 for Cleveland, minus 165 for Minnesota for teams that are just incrementally different from each other. Um, give me the Guardians, plus 155, all the value in the world. Yeah, tons of moral support here. I almost bet this one as well. I, I, I like Cleveland with the with the plus line here, and, and you're right. Yeah, this is maybe Minnesota, what, 51, 52%? I mean, it, it, yeah. it's a lot closer than what this implied probability is saying, so I do think that Cleveland has a chance to get some wins in this series against Minnesota. And, and listen, man, like it's not like Minnesota is, is running away with that central, only a game ahead of the Gardenians right now. Gardenians with a better run differential, uh, eight and two over the last uh, 10 games. Tons of value on the fucking Guardians here. Lean, Cleveland. All right. Panther? Panther? Yeah, I looked at this game. It, it, it's too tempting to take Cleveland. I'm with you. I don't understand why Minnesota is getting this much of a line. Um, now, Joe Ryan, I mean, the pitching matchup, Joe Ryan's the better pitcher, but Savale is not that bad. I can't justify the, the minus 170. So I think Vegas, I think the Twins win, but the value is definitely the Gardenians. All right. A few comments here. Brad comes in and says, Check out the lightning. Didn't see this happening. <laughs> Arch did. <laughs> well, eventually. <laughs> Lightning's got to strike once. Uh, maybe twice. Hey, listen, I mean, maybe, maybe twice. Uh, we we knew it was going to be you know somewhat different series uh, in in Tampa, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone fucking saw that coming. That's for damn sure. I, I floored by it. Uh, yeah, this this was a. This, listen, I'm I'm hoping for a good series, but you know, I I do think that Colorado kind of responds in the next game uh not not wanting to be beaten up like that but panther you you definitely saw that coming that's why you bet on on the avalanche right well i thought that i mean i just think the avalanche are the better team on um, the younger team but I, i'm not surprised that tampa won i'm surprised the score that they won by I, three to two i'd have i'd have got that six to two 
Definitely didn't see that coming. <laughs> Brad says this looks like a tough slate. Good pitching matchups. This might be an unders kind of day. Yeah, I was I was looking at that too. And again, we don't really talk a lot of totals on the the show, but I do look at them and when when I'm crunching my numbers and seeing if there's any value. And I do think that there are probably a couple of uh, really great underplays. And in fact, I think one of the games that I, I'm betting on here with uh, the Dodgers and Cincinnati, I, I think that has a chance to go under. Uh, really, with with, with Gonsolin and the way that mayo has been pitching, I know that Dodgers offense is capable of putting up runs, but dot dot dot, as Arch mentioned. Not that great over the last 20 games or so. So I, I kind of really like the under in the Dodgers Cincinnati game and you know, maybe parlay, you know, do a little parlay. Oh. Get, get, get that together. All right. Panthers got nothing got, to add. Great. Moving on. Moving on. All right. More comments. Uh, yeah, Brad, you know, you know, the fucking, you know, the fans, the, the listeners of the show comment and Panther just sits there fucking twiddling his thumbs and not interacting with them. Thanks a lot, Panther. <laughs> what are you waiting for? You waiting for Iceberg to just shit on your picks and then you'll, you, you'll interact with them. Come on. Well, Iceberg, Iceberg will show. Iceberg will shit on my picks, but uh, listen, we talk about the totals in Discord, and and I, I agree with him. There probably will be a lot of unders today, but I swear to God, every time I like an under, I like a pitching matchup. It goes over. It'll be like eight to seven. <laughs> the damn totals kick my ass every time. Claypool is a Notre Dame talent, so does have my support as a fellow Irish fan, but not top three. Phil, Brad, the Phil, Brad. Oh, <laughs> it's your boy yeah, I was going to mention Brad, Brad, Brad. Yeah, he's he's in Indiana. So, I mean, maybe uh, maybe he actually attended or visited Notre Dame at some point in his life and slept on their lawn. Uh, maybe. Yeah, old Clay, school, Clay, Claypool, old school reference there for you people. Oof. Claypool, Claypool needs to just tone it down a little bit. We're us Irish are a little bit more humble. Let's not let's not be acting a fool out there. Right. Uh, Iceberg likes Pittsburgh. we on the money line. Mets plus one and a half. And he's leaning Texas. That uh, that Mets series, interesting one, uh, heading to Houston. That's that's kind of a big series for the Mets. See if they can go on the road. Remember their last uh, West Coast road trip in, in the National League West. Uh, they ended up uh, 500 on that road trip. So see if uh, hitting the road, uh, they can bring that offense with them. And uh, listen, I Pirates... Cubs, I mean, uh, same, same comment as yesterday, right? I think uh, the Cubs with plus line has value against this Pirates team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, uh, you know, the Cubs not not as good as uh, on the road than they are at home. But you're telling me plus one forty, it's tempting. It's tempting to take the Cubs. Yeah, same comment as yesterday. The, the Pirates are that big of a favorite. I think they they definitely win. I'm just not laying one sixty or one seventy on the damn mm-hmm. Pirates. Mm-hmm. And as for the Mets, if they're going to get a game, today's the day. Today is definitely the day because your quitty has been really awful all season long. So uh, if you're going to bet the Mets, I think today is the day to get them. Looks, uh, Brad agrees. He likes the Phillies on the money line and the Mets plus one and a half and the Dodgers minus one and a half. Dodgers minus one and a half. I think that's going to be a closer game, though. I really do. I think I really do. Mel, Mel's been pitching like really, really well. I think uh, Dodgers probably win that one in a close one. So we'll see. Let's see. Uh, just blasting through these now. Uh, Twins, Indians under, Brad says. Iceberg says, I like Oakland. Uh, Brad says he likes the Angels. And Iceberg says, I told you, Panther, yesterday it was the White Sox. God, now now he's circling back and throwing shade after the fact. Who does that? I mean, who, who does That's such some, a thing? Listen, we're probably one of the few people that actually come in and talk about having a bad day, which I did. I only went one and three yesterday. Bad day. But God damn it, Iceberg, you got to shit on my parade, too. It's a one-person parade that's not even good. Stop shitting on me, Iceberg. 
He nah. learned it from watching you. You do that all the time. <laughs> on games you don't even bet on, you come in and you throw shade at me the following day for games you didn't even fucking bet on. So, I mean... That's he, you! He, That's he's you! role model, Panther! You're his fucking role model! He learned it from you, Dad! Here's what I'm finding out. Listen, when Iceberg and I agree, we're actually doing really well. So, find something to agree with me on, Iceberg. Oh. Maybe you should be agreeing with Iceberg. Well, maybe that, that too, because I, <laughs> I had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> All right, two more comments. We're done. I'm I'm a Red Sox fan. Brad says, but no way can I give them give them such a chalky line with Rich Hill on the bump, even against the Tigers. Maybe look at the over. And then Brad says three game three Irish games a year. I'm there. Oh, all right. Hey, listen, there you go. Uh, I I like the Red Sox. They're Rich Hill. Well, yeah, bump, bumpy season, but uh, the Tigers are fucking awful. The Tigers are just, uh, yeah. just really fucking atrocious. I, I like, jeez. I mean. I I, th- I, th- I think the Red Sox should play, but yeah, I agree. A little too chalky for me as well. Okay. What do we talk yeah. about today? We talked about Kyrie. Where's he going to go? Kyrie watch. I love Kyrie watch, even though he hates gamblers. Yeah. Fuck you, Kyrie. <laughs> uh, and we talked about Claypool being a top three wide receiver. That's it. That is it. Download the DJs app for Android, iOS, listen to anything. But our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, count, subscribe. Download and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Give me the pick. Uh, it's, 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 well, I, we disagree on one of them, so it's got to be the one that we agree on, right? Uh, well, quasi I agree on it's, I'm the Dodgers. It's going to be the Dodgers. There you go. Arch. He's having problems. Yeah. Arch. I'll take the Marlins. Again? Arch. Oof. We gonna pick one for Panther? What's Panther gonna pick? The Yankees? Make him take the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Is he gonna take the Blue Jays, you think? Um well, we should tell him. We should make him take the Blue Jays. Panther, you taking the Blue Jays? Oh god damn it. Alright. No, Arch, who'd you take? Uh, I took the fish. I'm in a dead spot. God damn it, I was going to take the fish. And Max, who did you take? Dodgers. Uh, God. Ugh, I wanted the fish. Give me Seattle. Let's fuck it up. We'll take Seattle, the fish, the Dodgers. Put those three together. That's your DJ and Parlay. We're hanging on Facebook, Twitter. We are on Discord. Join the book club. Shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.